welcome to today's episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start supporting and balancing your hormones. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your way to better understanding your hormone health and how it affects your everyday life. So we are back. Can you believe that it's February? Okay, I'm going to say that every single month of this year, so I apologize. We just wrapped up enrollment for hormones, the hormone reset program, and it's going to be incredible. We have a amazing group of women going through it, and we have all sorts of different time zones, which is always fun to hear where everybody's from and their different stories. So that's going to be incredible, but it definitely made for a very busy January getting you all enrolled. And yeah, so that's basically what my life has been like right now. Not that you really care what's going on in my life, but I thought I'd tell you anyway. Um, It's been freezing here. In the past week or so, we even got a little bit of snow, which is crazy, but it's mostly just been freezing. Landon is still not walking, in case you've been wondering. He totally can walk. He chooses not to because he will stand up totally fine, not holding on to anything, and then he kind of looks around and he realizes that he's not holding on to anything and he promptly sits down. Or if he wants to reach something, he'll take a step towards it and grab it. But not all out walking. He's not really a big fan of that. He's like, you know what? Mom and dad can just carry me and I can crawl really, really fast. So it's it's kind of okay with me because I feel like when he starts walking, he's probably going to get into more things. So, you know, we'll just take it as it goes one day at a time. He's totally a smoothie monster, though. He has been stealing all of my smoothies, so we got him his own smoothie cup so that he can, you know, stop drinking mine. But that's pretty much what we've been doing. Trying to get outside and get some fresh air, but it's been really, really cold. I've been going to the barn, take care of the horses, getting outside there, so that's been... It's been actually really nice to get outside every day, even though it's kind of the last thing I want to do in the morning is go outside in the freezing cold. Anyway, so on to hormones, you guys, because you probably don't want to hear me keep talking about how cold it is. So today we're talking about blood sugar. Now, I feel like I could probably make a thousand episodes about blood sugar because it's so important. It's so important. And I feel like it is so often just thrown by the wayside because if you aren't pre-diabetic or you have diabetes, you pretty much think that your blood sugar doesn't matter. But it does, okay? Your blood sugar is at the crux of so many hormonal issues. So many, you guys. Um, And not even that. What about a lot of cravings and mood swings are also really dealing with blood sugar. So I will give myself as an example, I get hangry. That's my best example 
of what happens. I'm so hungry that I get angry. I will lose my patience. Or I'll want to strangle things. Like my patience will literally go to negative zero. I will be working on something and if I get hungry, I just want to throw my computer at the wall. I want to throw everything at the wall. And it's like you feel like you have no control all of a sudden. And all you can think about is getting food. Okay, it's because your blood sugar dropped way, way too low and your body's thinking survival. We need to get this blood sugar up, right? I mean, you shouldn't be getting hangry, but we will talk about how to prevent that, okay? So the other thing that I see happen all the time is blood sugar is directly related to a lot of cravings, okay? So let's say you wait too long in between eating or your last meal didn't do a really great job of keeping your blood sugar balanced and your blood sugar kind of went up pretty high and now you're getting kind of hungry and you had all of these amazing intentions of not eating, I don't know, the bagels in the pantry or the chocolate Snickers bars in the pantry. But as soon as you get hungry, that is all you can think about is the Snickers and the chocolate and the bagels. And you're just like, oh, I had such good intentions, but now I can't even control myself. Okay, it's another perfect example of your blood sugar getting way too low on hello, what goes up must come down. So when your blood sugar went up when you were last eating it and then it plummeted, okay, and that's where you are at now, you're starving, your body is not thinking, oh, I just need to eat. Your body's thinking, how quickly can I get this blood sugar up again? And guess what? Gets it up really quickly. That would be simple carbs. By simple, I mean like bagels and bread and things that like get into your blood sugar, like raise your blood sugar faster. Um, Sugar, chocolate, that kind of stuff, okay? So I hope that helps you understand a little bit about, you know, being hangry and cravings. It really doesn't have that much to do with your willpower. It really has to do with your blood sugar. So let's talk about why keeping your blood sugar balanced is so important, not only for weight loss, but also hormonal balance and all of the things. I mean, Oh, blood sugar is just at the root of so many things, but we're just going to cover, we're going to cover um, how it affects progesterone specifically. So that's going to affect obviously then maybe PMS um, and weight loss. So let's get into it. So the big thing that happens with your blood sugar is it's very directly related to your cortisol, okay, your stress hormone. So let's say you have a great big pancake breakfast and that's all you had was pancakes. Even though that sounds delicious, not great for your blood sugar, okay? So your blood sugar gets up really, really high. Okay, and we already said what goes up must come down. So now your blood sugar has plummeted and it's gone down. And when this happens, your cortisol is going to go up. Now, when your cortisol is up, like let's say your body thinks, you know, like you're starving, you're stressed, or you're being chased by a bear, your body prioritizes cortisol, making cortisol over sex hormones like estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, all that kind of stuff. Now, that's a problem (laughs) if you have 
low progesterone to begin with, or you're struggling to get your progesterone up, or you have PMS, or you have PMDD, or anything along those lines, okay? Any sort of hormonal imbalance. Because if your body is prioritizing making cortisol over your sex hormones, and you keep imbalancing your blood sugar, that means your cortisol is going to keep going up, and your sex hormones are just never going to be able to do what they need to do, okay? So that's how it's going to affect your your hormones. The other thing is if you are, if you do have elevated testosterone, if you have PCOS, for so many of these situations, every time your blood sugar spikes, your ovaries and your adrenals produce more testosterone. So if you're already dealing with elevated testosterone, you're already dealing with PCOS, this is not helping your case, okay? Blood sugar, keeping it stable is so important. And I can hear you over there going, but I love carbs and I love chocolate. I'm not saying you can't have chocolate. I'm not saying that you can't have carbs. I am saying that stabilizing your blood sugar is your number one priority. Your number one. This is the, well, after tracking your cycle, it's the second module in the hormone reset program because it is so important, okay? It is one of your foundations. If you are not balancing your blood sugar, you can do all of the fancy hormone things. It's not going to do anything if you are not balancing your blood sugar, okay? Because if your blood sugar is all over the place, okay, your cortisol is going up, your liver has to come in and help support balancing your blood sugar instead of just focusing on detoxing and getting rid of that excess estrogen, okay? So your blood sugar is so important. We need to keep it stabilized so that our cortisol is staying down that your body can help, can focus on your sex hormones so that your liver can focus on detoxing instead of everything coming to the rush of your blood sugar, okay? And then on top of that, you're hangry and you have cravings and you're frustrated. Is this sounding familiar to anybody? Especially my ladies who are trying to lose weight and you aren't really necessarily focusing on your blood sugar. You're just focusing on losing weight and counting calories. And so you're like, oh, I had a sugary coffee. Okay, that's all the calories I can have until lunchtime. But you didn't get any nutrients in that. Your poor blood sugar is just all over the place, okay? So if you're wanting to lose weight, if you're wanting to balance your hormones, the first thing that you need to focus on is balancing your blood sugar. This is why it's so important. This is why it's the foundation. This is why we talk about it all the time in the Hormone Reset Program, all the time with my one-on-one clients, okay? Because if this foundation is not there, we can't do much else, okay? So what does that look like, balancing your blood sugar, okay? Because you're like, okay, Leah, I get it. You know, I understand it's important, but how do I balance it, okay? Especially, especially if you're dealing with insulin resistance, okay? Now, I can hear you going, ugh, I don't want to do keto. I don't want to do intermittent fasting. I've heard those are amazing for 
lowering my blood sugar and keeping it stable and I just like flicked you off the table. I do not like keto. I do not like intermittent fasting. Keto was invented for epileptic patients. It was not invented for women's hormones. There are studies, there are so many articles out there that also talk about how keto worsens your insulin resistance. Did you hear me say that? I can say it again for you, okay? If you guys are cutting out all these carbs, like we're not even going to get into the whole issue of like so many other things with keto and intermittent fasting. Literally, let's just talk about the fact that you're cutting out a major food group like carbs. (laughs) Your thyroid needs carbs to convert T4 to T3, your inactive thyroid hormone to your active thyroid hormone, okay? Your brain needs carbs to function. You need carbs for energy. But literally just taking them out of the equation, your body's like, oh, we don't need to digest those anymore. We don't need to know how to deal with them. And then you decide you're done with the keto diet and you want to just go back to eating normally. And your body's like, ooh, carbs. We smell those and we put on 20 pounds. I don't even know how to handle carbs anymore. Yeah. We don't like keto. Intermittent fasting, I'm going to be honest, you guys, it's just such a fancy way of um, cutting back on more calories. And intermittent fasting is studied on men, not women, okay? For so many women, fasting is going to raise your cortisol levels and we already know what happens when your cortisol levels are raised and we do not like it, okay? So I just brought those up because those are two of the most popular diets that I hear about people going on to balance their blood sugar or support all of that kind of stuff. So anyways, what does it actually look like balancing your blood sugar? It means eating balanced meals, getting all of your nutrients in, okay? So for breakfast... You want to start out eating within 30 minutes, 90 minutes at the most upon waking. And you want to focus on a high fat and a high protein breakfast to stabilize your blood sugar, get a lot of nutrients in right then there in the morning. This does not mean you can't have carbs. You totally can have carbs. Just really get that high protein, high fat in. So... What does this kind of look like meal-wise? I'm going to tell you, I love a good bowl of like overnight oats with some protein powder and some seeds and some nut butters and some coconut milk and some berries. I love that. I love hot oatmeal with pretty much all the same stuff in it. I love eggs with some chicken sausage and some potatoes chopped up and sauteed. I love some eggs with some buckwheat pancakes. Those are some of my favorite breakfasts. Um, You can even add some avocado in there. And then every snack and every meal that you have needs to be balanced. It needs to be balanced. Do you want to have some fruit? Knock yourself out. The more the merrier. Fruit is delicious. I highly recommend it. Maybe have a hard-boiled egg with it, okay? When you're having your lunch and your dinner, I always recommend half your plate be veggies, get those nutrients in, quarter protein, the other quarter uh, carbon fat. And so just practice plating your food, okay? So some things to think about. What the heck is a protein? So 
examples that would go into the protein category. Quinoa has protein. Um, it also is a carb. Animal proteins. Eggs have protein. Lentils have protein. Beans have protein. Lentils and beans I typically are they're not as, I would say, bioavailable, absorbable as animal proteins, and they also do have a lot of um, carb in them as well, so you would probably count that as a little bit of both in there. Um, <clears throat> chickpeas also have some protein in there as well. Nuts have some protein. Carbs are going to be, you know, quinoa, beans, sweet potato, rice, regular potato, your pasta falls into a carb. I would call that a simple carb. It's definitely going to spike your blood sugar a lot more than, um, you know, something that has a lot more nutrients in it. Love myself some good pasta, but it's not full of a lot of micronutrients. Fats are going to be your nuts, your seeds, your olive oil, your coconut oil, your olives, your avocados, um, all of those fit into the the fat category. Hummus is another really good one. So whenever you're plating your food, just remember to get a variety of your macronutrients in. You're getting your protein, your fat, and your carb, okay? This is so important, you guys, because if you're just having fat and carb, you need your protein to help keep full and to help stabilize your blood sugar. You don't want to just have carb and spike your blood sugar. You don't want to just have fat and then be starving because you didn't get anything else in five minutes later, okay? So just balancing out your snacks and your meals is going to be so important. It's going, you're going to notice such an incredible difference in your mood. You're going to notice a difference most likely in your period as well. Because not only is your liver not going to always have to come to your blood sugar rescue, but your body can help, can have a better chance of creating this progesterone because you're keeping your blood sugar balanced. I cannot stress it enough. Okay, balance out those meals. Get your good proteins in. Always start your meal with your protein. I always recommend my clients eat your protein first and enjoy your other food. Okay, don't yell at me. I also love ice cream, okay? Now I'm going to be honest, just don't sit and eat ice cream, you guys. It's not going to be great for your blood sugar. Put some protein with it, okay? Eat your protein first and then have some and everything in moderation, okay? So I hope this encourages you to start paying attention to your blood sugar, okay? This is going to help as you're trying to lose weight. It's going to help control your your cravings, okay? It's going to help control your mood swings. It's going to help your body do what it needs to with its sex hormones. You need to put your body in a healing place and that starts with your foundations. That starts with balancing your blood sugar. If you can keep your blood sugar balanced, you're going to start noticing a huge difference in other areas of your life, okay? So, I would love for you to share some of your favorite breakfasts that you have for blood sugar balance. I know people are always looking for more ways to get different, um, to get different breakfasts in, and I am not very creative when it comes to that. I'm gonna be honest. I like my same breakfasts, and I pretty much just stick with them. <laughs> Okay, if you guys made it this far, I have three openings for my one-on-one spots for coaching. 
If that's something that you have been interested in, I've opened them up for February. So reach out to me, mention the podcast, and we'll see if we can get you hooked up. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.